Hello and welcome back for another episode of Vegas TMI, where we explore the topics that make the city of Las Vegas timely, memorable, and iconic. I'm Shane. And I'm Jen. Hi, Jen. Hello, Shane. So we've got an important topic today on this episode, education. The state of Nevada ranks 49th, I'm assuming that's out of 50, in the nation for our public schools. Yeah, and while that doesn't sound like good news... It does not. There are bright spots on the horizon. A new superintendent has joined the Clark County School District this year, Dr. Jesus Jara. Since starting in June, Dr. Jara immediately began meeting with employees, families, and community leaders to explore the needs of this 358-school school district that serves over 320,000 students in our local community. Dr. Jara has pledged to accelerate the work at CCSD, such as growth in the graduation rate, advanced placement participation, and the expansion of magnet programs with a focus on student achievement. And if you remember from our What the episode on education, the city does not fund education, and we don't play a big role in education. We do what we can. And one of those people from the city that's doing what she can, Dr. Lisa Morris-Hibbler, she leads our Youth Development and Social Innovation Department. She's been a trailblazer, strategically working with local school districts to improve educational outcomes and help the community to thrive in the ways that we can, but we aren't Clark County School District, so just remember that. So listen as Communications Director David Riggleman sits down with Dr. Jara and Dr. Lisa Morris-Hibbler to talk about the state of education in Southern Nevada. David, take it away. Hello, everyone. This is Communications Director David Riggleman. Thanks so much for joining us for this podcast. The Clark County School District is the fifth largest school district in the nation, serving over 322,000 students in over 360 schools. Despite the state of Nevada consistently ranking near the bottom of the nation's public schools, CCSD saw success in the latest National Assessment of Education Progress Score. But what is the school district doing to improve its status, and how is the city helping? To answer those questions and more, we're joined by the new CCSD superintendent, Dr. Jesus Jara, and the director of the city's Department of Youth Development and Social Innovation, Dr. Lisa Morris-Hibbler. Thanks to you both for being here with us. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Dr. Jar, let's begin with you. First of all, welcome and congratulations on your new position here with the city of Las Vegas and the and the whole area, the whole the whole area, and I mean that collectively, yeah. uh, Las Vegas, the whole entire Clark County School District. Well, no, thank you, and it's uh, it's been an exciting, uh, I would say, last couple months. I mean, it's just been exciting. Great community support, um, and 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 just really great partners that really want to help uh, me and and the entire school system. You have literally hit the ground running, no question about it. You spent the first few months in your position having a variety of conversations and conceptualizing your action plan. How would you describe the current status of the school district, and what are some of the changes you believe need to happen right away? Well, you know, and and, and actually, you know, I, I like to go back to something you said, uh, really, about our NAEP scores, last year's uh, data release. And, and there was another, our advanced placement, which is college um, college courses in our high schools. And, and, and Clark County, in the last year, saw an increase there as well, um, you know, which is really a tribute to the great things that are happening in the school system. One of the things that um, is how do we get the message out? So, um, how do we? What do we need to do? Where am I going? Um, you know, really is is to accelerate uh, accelerate the work that's in the foundation in the last couple of years um, to to be able to provide more opportunity. So, I think. 
um, the state of the school system that we have is, you know, we do have pockets of excellence. Um, what I've been able to see visiting classrooms, talking to parents, you know, I, I committed to 100 community meetings and 100 yes, school you visits. Have. I did. And, <laughs> and, and one of the things that, um, you know, what I'm hearing uh, from our leaders, not only parents, business partners, city leaders, is that there's a love and passion and great things from our schools. But as a system, uh, for CCSD, that's kind of where we're, we may be missing the bark. Uh, and my commitment to the community and with the trustees is really we have to build that level of trust that we have uh, for CCSD to then accelerate the work um, that that has been going on. So how do we go from pockets of excellence to a school to a system, wide, to yeah. a system of excellence? And I think we can do it. I think we have the kids we have the staff and the community partners to do great things. And we're trending things. in the right direction, it looks like, as well. We are. We are. And that's one of the things that we need to continue to share. All right. Dr. Lisa Morris, let's uh, switch gears to talk to you. I think a lot of people are surprised that the city doesn't fund education, but we're still a partner. We're not trying to take over what the school district does, but we're trying to complement what the school district does here. Talk a little bit about that. Yes, David. And so you're absolutely right. This, the city of Las Vegas does not um, oversee our, our school district. And so that's kind of different because in some areas, the cities absolutely do oversee their school district. But I think what's important is that, you know, we as a city, we want to see all of our families and, and our children thrive. And the school district can't do that alone. And certainly not in the, the little over six hours that they have our children every day. So it's really important that we provide supplemental supports. Um, and we call it learning beyond on the bill. So whether it's our before and after school programming, our teen councils, our now our pre-K centers, you know, we want to do whatever we can to make sure that kids get a good start into the schools and then that they are productive after school. Yeah, and that's that's really a good strategy, especially we're going to make sure that when the kids are not in the classroom, we're doing things to enhance their ability to learn when Absolutely. they do go to the classroom. And it's so important, I think, as a city, you know, when you look at, um, you know, what makes a city great. And people want to make sure that their kids have a place where they can grow up. And I have three children of my own and they are in the Clark County School District. And I think our school district does really excellent in terms of our magnet schools and our career and technical um, education campuses. But in areas where we have high rates of poverty and high ELL or English language learners, you know, those um, families struggle. And so those struggles become the struggles of the school. So in addition to them trying to teach children, they're also dealing with some of those non-education factors that also impede sometimes learning. And those become the struggles of the community down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Dr. Jar, let's switch back to you. Uh, quick question for you. One of the initial focus goals you outlined uh, in your entry plan is a focus on student achievement. We talked a little bit about that. What do you hope to really accomplish by that goal? What would be where you want to see us land? Well, and, and you know, I, I, that that to me is our core business, right? When you really look at why we're here as a, as a school system is really our core business, our student achievement. That's why I came out strong coming out and saying that's our, you know, our, our number one part is why we wake up in the morning. Um, and I'll go back to really the partners that we have. You know, the city of Las Vegas is what we really do is, you know, when we have, you say, 320 2,000 students. We have 40,000 employees. We need everybody. We need everybody in this community to wrap their arms around our children. Um, you know, one thing that um, I'd also like to add is really looking at, at the equity gap because we do have, we have great, great schools, but then how do we put, you know, every single school to be great? 
um, and, and, and really looking at where we have some of our, our highest level of poverty. Because um, our children, um, even though they're facing adult issues, uh, they're brilliant minds. Is then how do we then bring partners along to extend the learning? And when I say extend the learning, is you know beyond. I love the beyond the bell because it really then keeps our kids engaged, keeps them involved, and keeps them out of the street. And then we can then help them um, achieve their goals. So uh, where I like to see is you know I. CCS, I believe we can be the number one district in the country. I, I, I really feel that we're going to get there. And, and when I say is, you know, my, my tag, hashtag is, is, is where I come out with CCSD number one for kids. And that is, you know, because people say, well, what is it? Is it test scores? No, it's everything. It's whatever the kid wants to be. They want to be, whether it's math, English, science, whether it's the arts, whether it's athletics, we want to be the choice the number one choice for our community and our families. Yeah. That's a perfect segue, Lisa, back to you, Lisa, Dr. Morris Hibbler. Uh, to go along with that, our Strong Start Las Vegas campaign was created to advocate for and bring awareness to the importance of early childhood education, which supports school readiness and grade level reading, two of the indicators that Dr. Jaras uh, really feels are important to student achievement. Tell us more about this program and how it's going to do what Dr. Jara was just talking about, how we round students out uh, in the classroom and really prepare them for life. So the city had been um, supporting the school district, like I said, with a lot of the before and after school programs. And we even have our reinvent schools, which is our community schools. But we realized that um, really we needed to kind of go upstream. We needed to figure out how we could prepare kids early on. We know that based on brain science, the brain develops the fastest during the first five years of life. And so we were missing that opportunity. We only have about 30 percent of our population that actually attends preschool. And yet that was an opportunity that we could have. But we also realized that in many of our communities, access and affordability were two of the biggest barriers. So in working with the Clark County School District that serves 10,000 students in pre-K on their own campuses, that one of the, the things we need to do is have more facilities. And so we started to invest in facilities. And so right now we have three Strong Start campuses, one at the Stupac Community Center, one located on Alta, and one in our Lorenzi Park. We have another facility that's coming online next year at Doolittle Community Center. And we um, have a mobile pre-K that will um, start this fall. Wow, terrific. You know, Dr. Jara touched on something, uh, Dr. Morris Hibbler, and, and I really want to, because it, it touches on what you just spoke about. How do we get everybody involved? The city's trying to get involved. We're trying to help. Dr. Jar, you mentioned that we want to get everybody involved, the private sector. We want to get uh, everyone, uh, nonprofit organization, parents, residents, stakeholders, everybody involved in helping to enhance the school district. What's the best way for people to do that? Is it through their pocketbook? Is it through their their participation their support. What What do you think? All. <laughs> yeah, all of the above. I knew you were going to say that. You know, one of the things that um, I've been working with the board uh, in my last couple months here and, and really start setting goals, right? And, and really looking at what what is our school board of trustees with, with my leadership and my team is to start, where do we want to go? Um, and, 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 and also listening to the community. And one of the things that part of what I'm committed to doing after in, in October is to really start laying out our achievement goals. And, and, and where we're going to be as an organization. And then I'm going to start rolling out, it, it, it's not a campaign, but it's really here's where we're going and here's what I'm looking for to start developing a five-year strategic plan to then get 
community involvement and buy-in. And once we do that is there's going to be a place for everybody to, to really, whether it's mentoring, whether it's adopting a school, because we have that now. So it's how do we then get have a strategic plan around community engagement? We have to think differently um, instead of waiting for the. If they can't come, then we have to go to them. Um, but it's it's going to be all, and then we're going to then start setting um, a plan on um, our legislative priorities, because I think that's also when we really look at the funding formula that we have across the state for for Clark County. Um, there's some challenges that we that we have to fix, and I think everybody together to address those challenges will help us significantly. Do you both think that community engagement is the single biggest thing that's that's holding the, the school district back overall or is it is it something bigger than that? I mean for me I think it's bigger than that. I think um mm-hmm. first of all the community engagement is is turning around. People are understanding that it takes everybody in the community to help to support the school district and if we really want to change our narrative then we really need everybody working together as one. But I think the the things that um, are most difficult for the Clark County School District is the fact that we have a growing number of families that are struggling and they are bringing a lot of that. So we know that poverty is a form of trauma and so when those children and families are coming into those schools they're dealing with things that they've never had to deal with before whether that is food insecurity or some sort of abuse and neglect. Um, or just like the day-to-day of not knowing where you're going to live, you know, kids living in cars and those sorts of things. The school district put out a report uh, last week that 15,000 um, wow. children are homeless in the school it's district, incredible. and that's continuing to rise. And so I think those are uh, the biggest challenges. Oh, I, and I agree. I think it's bigger than that. But I think um, – so it's not just community that, that's going to be the only thing. That's a part of it, a huge part. And, and, I, and I'd say, you know, City of Las Vegas is a model is how do we then continue to accelerate that for all our schools across across Clark County school system? Because when you have the community invested, is then we can build on the partnerships that we that we can provide our students. So um, it's a it's a big comprehensive approach to to be able to address the needs for all our kids. Yeah, this is a great discussion, Dr. Jara. Anything else you'd like to add as we're running short on time here? No, I think it's just, you know, thank you for having me here. This is great. Um, great opportunity to continue to share the message and, and really continue to accelerate our partnership with uh, with a great partner here that I have next to me. Thanks. Well, Lisa, I'm gonna on that note, I'm going to let you have the final word here. <laughs> Thanks, David. I just think we live in a great city where our mayor and council are truly um, engaged and truly want to be um, make sure that all kids, no matter where uh, zip code they live in, that they have access to uh, high-quality education. And so That's I'm glad to be here. That's clearly the commitment, uh, clearly the message from the mayor, Councilwoman Tarkanian, and the rest of the city council. We want to make sure that uh, we're doing our part. We see that consistently in the surveys that we've done, the community Absolutely surveys, that people care about education here. They're concerned about it. So the message we got in that is that we need to play our part, as you said, Dr. Jara, to be a participant, to be a good community partner, to help the school district, not just say, well, that's the school district's problem. So, yeah. And you are. You're great partners. Well, hopefully you're going to keep it that way for a long time to come. Obviously, Lisa's direction, her department, and uh, we're, going to, we're going to see that that happens around here. So, well, Dr. Jesus Jara, we want to wish you nothing but success here and best of luck in your new position. You're already doing a great job. Uh, you're, you're, you're an amazing bundle of energy, a ball <laughs> of energy. And with that kind of energy, there can only come success, no question. Dr. Lisa Morris-Hibbler, we work with you every day. We're proud to do it around here. So thank you for everything. Thank you. 
Well, great information from you both. We hope to have you back, of course, in the future uh, to get an update from both of you on what's happening in education here in Southern Nevada, specifically in the city of Las Vegas. To learn more about what the city is doing to support education, visit lasvegasnevada.gov forward slash education. And to learn more about what Dr. Jara and his plans are at the school district, you can visit ccsd.net forward slash district forward slash superintendent. Dr. Jara, Dr. Lisa Morris-Hibbler, thanks so much for joining us, and thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. Need child care for before after school or just want your kids to stay involved after school? SafeKey offers opportunities for learning beyond the school bell and is designed for children ages 5 through 11 attending kindergarten through 5th grades. It's offered at 69 elementary schools within the city. Daily and weekly scheduled activities include physical fitness, nutritional education, arts and crafts, games, STEAM activities, special events, homework time, literacy programming, and nutritious afternoon Snacks. For more information, visit lasvegasnevada.gov slash safekey. Well, I find it really uplifting to hear about the new superintendent's plans for the school district. Education can be a really difficult topic here locally, so it's really nice to hear from a top leader who truly believes that we can move the needle and make improvements for our kids. Yeah, he sounded very optimistic, and that makes me optimistic. It's important for our residents to hear how we're stepping up to help, and kudos to Dr. Lisa Moore-Sibler and her team for all the work that they're doing. We know the state of education eventually impacts the quality of life here in Southern Nevada. Being 49th is not a great selling point, so we need to do all that we can. And providing a quality education is vital for the growth of the Valley. And you can learn more about the work of Dr. Lisa Morris-Hibbler and her team at lasvegasnevada.gov slash education. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Vegas TMI. Hopefully you've also been enjoying our shorter podcast, the What The series, where we cover some of our top questions and topics that we get on social media. Anytime you want to submit a question or topic, use the hashtag VegasTMI. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music Store, wherever you get your podcasts, we'll be there. And you can also catch up on past episodes at lasvegasnevada.gov slash podcast. So thanks again for joining us for another episode, and we'll see you next time. TTFN from Vegas TMI. TMI.